Welcome to Timestink. This is episode 88. I'm still co-host Amaldeep. And I am co-host Hamza. Let's rock. So I wrote here in the in the in the, in the show notes, fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more on car insurance. Well, what does that tell you what this topic is gonna be about? It's not gonna be about car insurance. Good. My guess is that you're gonna talk about like some random lizard fact you found on the internet or something. Uh, no lizards yet, but it is something about like the the fifteen percentage. It's just percentages in general. Okay, I saw this one. Oh, we're talking about math somehow. Okay. No, it's just, it's just it's just a random factoid or statistic, you know, that I saw. And I think I think I mentioned it before in the podcast, but I just saw it again, and I was like, really? And so I, was, I did a little bit more research into it. Uh, nothing crazy, but there was a fact I saw on Reddit. So of course, it's completely accurate. Mm-hmm. Completely trustworthy, written by a perfectly rational person. And this was this was written in 2016, and there's an article about this too. Basically, here's the here's the statistics: of the 30 fastest 100 meter times ever, only nine were achieved by an athlete that didn't use any performance enhancing drugs. Oh, I know exactly where this is going. I think and, we did talk about this before. Yeah, and all nine of those were Usain Bolt. Yep. And I and I have this picture because before I was like that's not true, but someone actually took a picture of the top thirty back when it was you know top thirty, and and they, and, and then they crossed out the people that came out as you know performance enhancing drugs, but some of them, like Tyson Gay or like some of the other uh, the people listed that were crossed out here, or Johan Blake or I forgot which one it was, they the reason why I didn't go full into it because I'm pretty sure it was controversial like did they really cheat or did they not cheat like you know it was it was detected but it wasn't really you know kind of deal. Mm, okay. But according to this list, this, this list they were, and Usain Bolt was not. And I think the main question I have is, it sounds very impressive that, okay, yeah, Usain Bolt is very great athlete. But to me, I almost thought the reversal, which is like, so he cheated but didn't get caught, kind of, right? Yeah, that's that's the way my brain interprets that. It's like, hey, everybody in this category of people was caught doing drugs, except one, except for nine times, all of whom are to one person. And it's like, that's the one person that they got away with it. And then they say, like, well, okay, well, they tested him a lot, and, they, you know, they still have his samples and whatnot, and yada, yada, yada. But it's like, geez, I mean, he must have been the best runner in the world. I mean, he is the best runner in the world. But it's just like, it's just like it's pretty insane. I mean, on the one hand, there's, like, that thing where it's, like, genetics can be weird. And it just worked out that, like, he has, like, really good genetics, had a really good coach, and had, like, an early start in his career. Actually, I don't know when did Usain Bolt start running. I assume he started young, like most athletes. So it's possible that all those factors just lined up perfectly for him in a way that doesn't happen for most other people. And so that's why he's just so good. He's also Jamaican. Or maybe it's just drugs. You know, one of those is the... It's one of those. Yeah, but it's just... It's insane. Like, it's such an insane situation. Because there's not... I mean, there's a few people on this list. Like, maybe five to six people, I guess, if you want to... In total, in the top 30 in this list, it's like, it's possible that he didn't cheat i mean of course i mean if you think of it that way it's like oh it's it's, a, it's actually a, it sounds like a press like oh 30 times nine of which didn't cheat all to one person but if you think of it like, oh there were five people and one of them didn't cut wasn't caught or didn't do drugs and the other four did it's a small sample size five people exactly it's a very small sample size but these are the big these are the guys that made it up there you know made it up to the top where people even care about to scrutinize their details but you know, it's it's kind of like you said. Most athletes start when they're young. It's like that in chess too, right? Where it's uh, technically it's not like a physical sport, but it's like a uh, whatever. But it's like it's like they start young. They start very very young, right? Like I'm talking mm-hmm. even three to four year olds, and they start they start learning chess, the rules of chess, and they start getting like an appreciation of it. But then there are some random people that come out of nowhere that are just really good. Like like for example, I think I'm, I remember reading Ali Reza Feroja. Like he started when he was like maybe 12, 13, or even sixteen. Some people say. 
which is like absurdly late for like chess prodigies and chess like at one point he was like number two in the world so it's like the guys that reach that far high up they almost never start that late mm -hmm. so it's like i don't know i don't know i'm sure it's possible i mean he it's it is possible he's, he's doing it well i guess what i'm saying is i don't even I, when when they say that i don't even believe it i'm like there's no way because you know it's oh. right it's so hard to believe right <laughs> it's just like a pr move yeah it's like it's, like, it's something to hype up for Ojo, which i mean there's a lot of things to hype him up already but it's like uh really 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 but i'm i'm sitting there thinking like oh but what if he had started younger you know he's number two right now if he had started at the same age like number one's magnus carlson right yeah yeah still still number one if he had started the same age as magnus carlson then like where would he be right now yeah true true but it doesn't work like that right it doesn't work it doesn't work in a actually kind of does but not not exact it really does work like where they're like oh okay the, the younger they start and then if you look at their progress, you can just see how their progress relates to the other world champions. And it's matching, like, perfectly. So it's, like, usually it's, like, yeah, in a couple of years he'll get this good, in a couple of years he'll get this good and whatnot. But then some people fall off, you know? There must be a thing where it's, like, if you get... I mean, I'm sure this is, like, already known to, like, a high degree of science. But if you start them young enough, their brains must just wire themselves in a way that makes them really good at chess. Yeah. Like, it's not even just, like, a... They, they you're young so you learn fast like supposedly like younger people can learn things faster which has actually been like kind of like debated actually like i always heard like oh kids can learn languages faster than adults can and then like now it's kind of contested as to whether or not that's actually true or not they can learn it it feels like they can learn it really easily oh or or maybe or maybe we're just not learning it properly that's the thing I, I, most of the arguments are that oh it's because when kids learn a language they usually learn through full immersion yeah. which most adults don't do most adults don't just pick up go to another country that doesn't speak English and then never speak English again. Which is basically what a child has to go through. Because they don't know any language. It's not even like, you, like in the way, like if I went, when I went to like France and all the signs were in French, I could still make assumptions because French and English are similar enough languages of what the sign says. Or I can point to Google Translate and see the English translation and then know what the sign says because I know English. You can't do that if you don't know any language. If you're starting from zero, no language. So it's like, oh, it, maybe they actually don't learn faster. But I think it is a thing where if you start really, really young with a thing, you can just, like, rewire a human brain, basically. Like, the brain just, it learns to, like, optimize certain things at a young age. And if you can just influence what those optimizations are, you can get a kid to be really good at chess. Yeah, or even math, right? You see all these math prodigies. They start when they're really, really young. Or, or I guess, I'm not sure if they start when they're really, really young, but they become famous when they're really, really young. I'm trying to think of who Terence Tao, right? He had back when he was really, really young. Like I don't know what I don't know what age. He he was already famous. He was already really, really popular. And they had they had they interviewed him when he was just like, I don't know what age, but he was like he was like maybe 13 or something. And then they asked him like, oh, do you know do you know this? Do you know this in math? Do you know this? And then the guy was questioning about everything. It's all listed somewhere. And then he asked him, do you know this in calculus? Like some specific, I think about derivatives or something. And the kid is like, or Terence Tao is like at that time he's like he didn't know what it was. Then the guy had a follow up interview, and the next day he's like, oh, I learned it. I learned it. So it's like. It, like they learn either really fast, and they said because they say Terence Tao is like in his free time he would just read the math textbooks, like because he just wanted to, you know. It's yeah, like, it's one of the things where like if you can get like find the thing that interests you the most at a young age, you're pretty good. You're pretty good, well set off, honestly. Yeah, because like a lot of humans spend a lot of time just trying to figure out what it is that they want to do or what they enjoy. And if you can find that at a very early age, and it's also considered an impressive thing, then you're good. If you're able to unlock someone's potential like that, then it's it's really just perfect but that's very very rare off obviously and very hard to find yeah like most people go their entire lives still looking and also the thing is consistency right like let's say i, I, I like playing chess but it's like 
I don't like it that much. You know, like I, 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 I want to yeah. like dream in chess all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like that's ooh. Similar for a lot of things. A lot of people like they like doing something, but they're not gonna. They don't want to spend their every waking day doing that thing. Yeah, that's a, it's the kind of commitment required for like this level of skill to reach those kind of peaks. Exactly. Would you want to be one of those people? Would you want to be a person where you have a interest and that interest is just your obsession your entire life? Would you want that? Mm. I'm kind of curious to know. Because on the one hand, I'm like, oh, I could be really, really good at something, which would be cool. But it's like, then like, I'd lose so much else, I feel like, just because if that was my one obsession. Well, what would it be? What would you choose for that one obsession? Oh, God, I don't even know what it would be. Okay, uh... Like, you'd be a basketball player? You'd be... Or you'd be, like, a really good in math, really good in computer science, some of that? Like, what, what... It'd probably be something that could very easily translate to money. So probably computer science or, like, business investment. Like, if I had to pick a skill that's, like, this is my... This is what my brain just only cares about. It's just one thing. I'd want it to be something that can make me, like, financially stable and live, like, a decent life with, like, relatively less worries. As opposed to if my one obsession was just, like, oh, man, I really love playing carom board. All day, every day, carom board. Yeah, but you'd be you'd be the best carom board player in the world. <laughs> that's 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 still impressive. I'm not, I'm not saying that's not impressive. It's just I mean uh, it is impressive. I just don't think it'd be a sustainable life. I don't know how much a carom board player makes. Hey, I don't know if carom board is even like a legitimate league in anywhere. Hey, dude, look at Ruby Cubes. Like the top players in the world, they get sponsored, and they're they I think they're. I mean, maybe they don't make the mess money, but they're still they're still living. You know. That's true. I think about that a lot with speedrunners. Where I'm just like. How do you have the time to do this? And also, you must also have like a full-time job or something, right? There's no way, for most speedrunners, there's no way speedrunning is paying your bills. Yeah, no way. There are some out there who are like huge and big enough and they, they stream and they get enough of a following and subscribers and stuff that they can do that. But vast majority of them are just doing it in their free time. And yet they pull off these, they, they put hours and hours into it. And I just, I just can't comprehend that. Yeah, I mean, I I would play it a couple times and I'd be like, that's good. But dude, they just play again and again and they stop again and again and again and again. It's like that's some commit, that's some consistency. Like hours upon hours. Like I'm always surprised. Like it's one of the things where when I was younger, I would hear like, oh, this person has like 200 hours in this game or 300 hours in this game, and like I, that wouldn't really mean much to me. Cause I guess I just have a comprehension of what that actually meant. And now like I because then I have the Nintendo Switch and on there you can like go into your account profile and see like it goes you like how many hours you spend in each game. I rarely get like above 40 hours in a game before I'm done with it. I think Breath of the Wild is like the only exception where I get like, I think I hit 100. Oh, wow. And that was because it was the only game I had on my Switch for like a year and a half. So it was like the only game I played basically. That's why. But once I started getting the choice, once I, you know, basically once I got a job and had money, I started buying other games. And then suddenly I'm not spending nearly as much time in other games. Just because you're, you're not playing the same, you're not playing the correct games for, for that kind of metric. You need to be the games like League of Legends or like Overwatch or whatever. Games that uh, there's no end. One to multiplayer, yeah. There's no end game multiplayer. Yeah, there's just no end. So you can you can put down thousands of hours, and you don't not even blink an eye because it doesn't matter. Oh, speaking of putting down thousands of hours, you have a Diablo Immortal. No, what about it? No. Do Do you remember that meme that went around with this guy on stage? Do you not have phones? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that you all have phones. That was when they announced Diablo Immortal, which was supposed to be a mobile Diablo game. And someone, it came out like semi-recently, someone did the math. To get the max gear of everything, like if you just wanted to pay for it, would cost like $110,000. Okay, sounds normal. Yeah. And it's one of those things where it's like, and the amount of time you had to put into the game to do it without having to pay for it is just such a large number, you just can't comprehend it. And it's one of those things where it's like, are there people out there who will actually put down the 110000 Oh, easily. Like there must be. Easily. 
Look at look at games like Clash of Clans and Clash Royale and then Gotcha games in general. Dude, they're being they're they're alive because of whales. Not because of me who spends no money at all and just chills. But they're I, I've seen people in Clash of Clans, they have their entire clan of 20, 25 players by one account that's maxed out and everything. I've been playing the game for more than like ten years or something. I've never maxed out ever. I mean, of course, I don't play it as much as these crazy people. But I'm just saying that how much money you have to put in for that, right? Easily, people will, and that's that's the kind of market they're looking for. They want to be, they want people to spend money just to, you know, that's how you get. That's how you. That's like a cash cow, right? The term is whales, where it's like there's these people who just spend dollars upon dollars in a game, and they're the ones they want to like sink their teeth into and just like suck dry for everything they got. Oh, it happened in Clash Royale where it was something like. There was the highest town, not town hall, but the highest crown whatever level was like level 13. That was the max. And mm-hmm. your cards reach 13 and then you, you unlock these cool things and whatnot. And then you're, you're the best in the game. That was for a long time. Then they revealed 14. And a lot of the 13 players were really mad and really annoyed. Because it cost a lot of gold to get there. And basically, like somebody calculated, it like dilated or diluted all of their values. Like all their cards became worthless. And they were thinking like, geez, I spent all of this much time and this much money and whatnot. And it's all worthless because... Technically, like, because they, 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 they reduced the price of everything else, and then they increased oh. for level 14 and whatnot. They do that for every game. But it's like, when I was, when I was, because I, I just started coming back to Clash Royale when that happened. For me, it was great, because everything's reduced. But also, I'm like, who cares? But then I was thinking, like, the mad that they were putting out, and they're showing, they were, not only were they mad that they were losing their, you know, their advantage and whatnot, but they're also mad because the way the company, Supercell, portrayed it as was like, oh, don't worry, we'll give you some gold. And someone calculated, like, oh, the gold that they're giving us versus the gold that they should be giving us. It's off by, like, hundreds of thousands of gold or something. It was, like, a ridiculous amount. And they're, they're it's, like, it's, like, companies themselves know. Like, they know what they're doing. Oh, yeah. They have a team probably dedicated to doing the math. And the math includes how upset will people get and how much money will that upset upsetness cost us. And if it's within a, if it's negligible, then they'll do it. Easily. I wonder, like, these people who put down, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars on games, what do they do for a living? Are they, like, rich? Or are they just really, really fiscally irresponsible? Like, I'm sure they're fiscally irresponsible to some degree. But, like, are they just really, really fiscally irresponsible to put down hundreds and thousands of dollars? There is there's one guy I remember reading. He's, like, a, some kind of Arab prince or something. Literally, an Arab prince. And he was, uh, I think, for Clash of Clans. Or maybe it was Pokemon Go. I don't remember. And he, he got famous because he's literally just spending a bajillion dollars or whatever. And people were like, dude, he can afford it because he's just born to wealth. He doesn't care. Like, just, just spending a lot of money. It doesn't even care. I know, it wasn't, it wasn't this game. It was, it was a different game, I think. It was a different gotcha game. And he spent, like, like, absurd amounts of money on the game, just, like, right away. And people were like, jeez, what the heck, dude? Like, of course, he can afford it, but it's like, oh, man. I guess I never thought about that. I never thought about people born into wealth. I just assumed these were, like, semi-normal people with just, like, really uh... well-paying jobs. But, like, of course, there's people who just, like, have billions of dollars because they were born with billions of dollars. And th- and these days, our, our, our minds are, like, like, what's the word, like manipulated almost into believing that something is worth something else like for example uh when when valorant came out the prices were really really high like if you want to get a gun skin it's like a hundred dollars or something and it's like to me i was like what the heck i I, yeah the game is free but i'm not spending i could spend this money on buying another game two games or something but they're like Mm -hmm. they they set that in stone in the beginning and now it's just understood yeah understood like a luxury item you know what i'm saying like it's like oh this is this this knife is like five bucks does that not like that should immediately it's like five bucks for a digital skin like what the heck like it's a little even five bucks is a little crazy you know yeah it's just it's one of the things where if you do it early enough or if you do it long enough people just accept it as the norm and move on exactly league of legends increased their skin prices from their from one of their base models and and they reduced the quality 
And people caught that. They're like, oh, this is bad, and why does it cost this much, blah, blah, blah. But it doesn't matter. The company's going to do what the company's going to do. And they just kept that up. And now that's the base, and everyone's kind of just, okay, I guess that's what it is. Well, the company's going to do whatever people let slide. Yeah. And people will let a lot slide. And look at, dude, look at Wizard 101. Like, Wizard 101 was acquired by another company for billions of dollars. Or maybe millions, I don't remember. But it's like, how is that game valued that high? Right? Like, like I get it. It's 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 not, it's not a popular game anymore. And it's like, it's it's a, yeah, it's a fun children's game and whatnot. But how is it valued that high that it was bought for it's that It's weird because it's blatantly a kid's game. Like, nah, it's clearly... It's not. They, you know what their, their catchy slogan was like? It's marketed towards six kids. To 106 years old. Yeah, but it's a kid's game, for sure. Yeah, like, it's a kid's game. It's like, oh, yeah, but we can get money out of them. No, that's how you make, make money. We make a lot of money. You make money from kids. The the biggest the biggest way Wizard 101 makes money is they they uh what is like it's not just FOMO but it's also the the packs like they they have they have these gambling things they're like oh you want to spend mm-hmm. want to spend four hundred of our in game currency every free to play game has essentially some sort of gambling thing in it yeah because when you think okay it's like oh four hundred of this in game currency which if you convert it's like forty cents you're like oh forty cents that's not a big deal I'll buy one of those and then it's trash and you're like oh well okay well May, I have a chance of getting this crazy whatever item. So let me just send another 40 cents. Another 40 cents. Another 40 cents. Someone did the math one time and they spent like over $300. And they got they didn't even get close to getting like the max reward or whatever. It's like a lot of kids are, are probably spending their parents' credit cards. Or even parents themselves are probably buying it you know, if they need to. And that's, that's what gets them afloat. That's what keeps them afloat. Which is really, really bad. I do see this argument sometimes. I'm kind of curious to know what you feel about it. Where, okay, let's just say like a kid plays this ge- plays a free-to-play game like all the time Tell people will say like okay in theory if this game wasn't free to play they would have spent like 60 bucks on this game so isn't it okay for a kid to spend like 40 50 dollars on this game every once in a while as it offsets the amount of time they would have spent in a 50 or 40 dollar game otherwise mm. how do you feel about that because i feel like that's kind of like a bit too shady because it feels a bit too sneaky to me no, I get, I get what they're saying. Like, and, I, and a lot of people do do that. Like, I even for, for Wizard 101 or whatever, they're like, well, you know what? Like, I don't mind spending 60 bucks per year, for example. Or I don't mind even spending 60 bucks per month. This is the time. This is the money I give for my entertainment. And if I'm spending on a free mobile game, like Diablo, what is it, Immortal? Immortal. Immortal. No problem. Because, you know, that's what they enjoy. I get it. And I understand it. But it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, you got to be, it's a very slippery slope. And you got to be super careful. To me, to me personally, it's it's not good. It's like no bueno. Especially like it depends. It really depends. You know, it really, you want to support the creators. You want to support the developers. That's that's admirable. That's great. Uh, but I almost I would, I would almost rather pay the money up front. Like for Overwatch, for example. You know, Overwatch Two is coming out, right? If you bought Overwatch One, then Overwatch Two is free for you, and you get some extra mm-hmm. items or goodies or whatever. But if you buy Overwatch Two, you get some extra extra goodies like better skins or whatever, and it's like forty bucks or sixty bucks or whatever. To me, that's a little bit better. Like, if I pay it up front, and then I have the game, and I can do whatever the heck I want, as long as they don't stag me from there. Although, I will say, I will say one thing, is if you pay money up front, you have to be careful, because a lot of times developers get very, I don't want to say lazy, but, like, they'll they'll be very complacent. Oh, we have the money, so we can slow down. We can slow down. We don't have to worry about that much. You know, there's a game, there's a game called Crowfall. It was created, I was following it for a long time, because it was created by one of the creators of Wizard 101, he created with a few buddies of his. He created Crowfall, and he mm. kickstarted in the beginning. They kickstarted all the money they needed for the project. It's an MMO, whatever, and it's supposed to be. It had an interesting idea where they're like, you know, you you have a character. He ages normally, and then he dies. Get resurrected as a new character, as like a baby or whatever. Then it keeps going like it's like, it's like a cycle kind of thing. Mm. That idea was totally scrapped near the end, and it and the game is out now, but no one plays it. 
So uh, to me, and to me, it's like all that money that people spent kickstarting the game. It made it took, first of all, it took a very long time for the, for the game to come out. Then the, the main key thing of the game was removed. Imagine, imagine you're kickstarting that game. Yeah, like, it's one of the things with kickstarting. Kickstarting is like an extra weird thing where it's like you're paying for the promise of something, but the promise doesn't have to be fulfilled exactly as it was promised. I don't know if any kickstarting projects have gone to like legal courts where it, like a guy promises something that I'm, I'm trying to make this thing and I want money for it and you give him money for it. I guess that isn't considered like a legally binding contract or anything. It must not be. Yeah. Because there's plenty of Kickstarter projects that just fall through. Yep. And the money just disappears. Yeah. And also that I think uh, Amazon was being sued by certain people because like apparently it used to get free shipping for Whole Foods with Amazon Prime. That's the way it used to be. And they changed it like, oh, no, we're not doing that anymore. And then some people were trying to sue saying that, well, they paid for a year of Amazon Prime because they wanted the free shipping from Whole Foods. And now they're taking it away after we've already paid for it. So therefore, they're breaching a contract basically between us, the consumer, and them. I'm sure there's some kind of terms in the ba- in the background that says, we can do whatever the heck we want to do. Yeah, there's one line, like the second to last line of the terms and conditions that no one ever reads. It's like, but this can all change whenever we want it to. So suck it up. Although I completely understand being annoyed at that. And that's valid. They should get a refund at the very least. Yeah, if that's, I totally if that's agree. the reason. Because that's, like, that's, that's pretty big. And you know, Amazon, I'm surprised they're able to get free shipping for all that kind of stuff. I mean, I know, I know it's like you pay money for that, but it's like, Dude, they're really, they're really good. Like, what the heck? Like, it's really good values. I guess what I'm saying. Did you see that memo that got leaked? That was like, am like an internal. It was an internal memo in Amazon, basically saying that, hey, listen, we're running out of people to hire because we keep hiring people and they all keep leaving because we you know Amazon does horrible things to its workers, as far as I'm aware. You're talking about de- you're talking about developers or Amazon like warehouse workers? Warehouse, warehouse. Oh, okay. Yeah, they have a huge turnover rate. That makes sense. Yeah, huge, huge turnover rate, and it's like there's like, listen, we're running out of people. There's, there's none of people near the warehouses that we can hire anymore. We've, we've gone through the wall. It's like, how big will a company do to be to like have warehouses located around the world and you're, you're running out of people to hire? But you know what? Like, in, at least in our area, dude, I used to work in an Amazon warehouse. You did. So, you so, had a great experience as far as I'm aware. I had a wonderful experience. It was so nice. And then what, I don't know what they're talking about bathroom breaks, bro. You can just go to the bathroom whenever the heck you want it, dude. And it's like, and it's like for me, it was chill. It was very relaxed. In fact, it was one of my favorite jobs because it was like I was gaining, I was like gaining muscle and stuff. I was like, you know, I had a bunch <laughs> of my buddies working together. For me, it was great actually. And the thing I remember though is they had a huge sign-on bonus. Like after I left, this was way later. They have a huge sign-on bonus. Like you can, like it pays more than like a lot of other other nearby. Like it paid more than McDonald's. It paid more than like so many areas nearby. Just to work at Amazon. Well, I assume they added the sign-on bonus once they realized we're running out of people to hire. For sure, for sure. So you sure. gotta like raise the incentive. Also, management was really great to me. It, to me, it was it was wonderful. It was a wonderful experience. And it's kind of weird because every you always hear bad things about Amazon warehouse workers. Yeah. So it's like, mm, okay. I would be curious to know, like, if we go region by region, like, is it just you got really lucky in this one specific warehouse, or is it just like, oh, all the warehouses in this like county are pretty good, or all the ones in the state? Are pretty good like how far does that circle of goodness go yeah yeah exactly i wonder too but the, I'm, I'm willing to bet a majority of them are as bad as people claim them to be yeah, yeah like that's the vast majority of them you just got like lucky but, like how lucky were you were you lucky because you chose the one warehouse or just because you're in the state where there are enough laws and protections that protect you as an employee yeah it was really it was a good experience they're also like you know we're talking about games and whatnot there's a you know hearthstone right mm-hmm. there's a very it's a very popular card game or a digital card game digital card game that's the key feature there yeah, and uh, there's a really popular streamer that played Hearthstone called Raynad, and you know I used to follow him all the time because he's like one of my you know he's a like, he's a really cheeky personality. So I was like, okay, cool. Got like it's so funny because he always made the joke that this game is so bad I can make a better game. He decided to make his own game, make his own card oh, game. Wow. 
he actually did. He's actually died. He funded it, and I think it was Kickstarter and whatnot too. And it's called the Bazaar, and it's supposed to come out either this year or next year, something like that. And I've been following the development process, and I just slowly you can see like it's getting weirder because like he starts in the beginning he talks about the kind of game that he wants the card game and how he's gonna make it better than the normal game and whatnot For somewhere in the middle of that it clicked on him that how difficult this project is and how difficult it is to code everything and get a team and you know design everything yep yep and he pivoted from his idea of a card game it's still you can still call it a card game but it's now more like an auto battler you know like like a oh, like auto chess like an auto chess game but it's not auto chess, oh, but it's like it's like an auto battle. Like you you put your cards down and they just do everything for you, through some time. Oh, okay. And so it's like it's it's a totally different concept now, and he had a lot of flack for that. Like a lot of people said, like, well, that's not really what I signed up for. You know, I thought you were gonna make a card game because like you know that's the kind of thing. And also people were like saying like you know different things, right? And he said the reason why I felt it was kind of weird because it was him and another dude that was like the senior developers or whatever. I mean he's not a developer, but you know whatever, like the designers or something. And he mm-hmm. said um. They people say they know what they want, but they don't know what they want. We know what you want, kind of deal. And I was like, when he, when he said that, I was like, maybe it's true, but that's you know, you don't really say that because yeah, you know, it's kind of a weird thing to say. And then later on, you, I hear that his his partner designer left left the team. That already oh, throws wow. like less confidence, you know, in the project in just in general. Might be other reasons he left for, it, but I'm just saying, you know, generally it throws less, you know. Yeah, like realist, it's possible that he just left because like. Other responsibilities got in the way. For sure. But it always screams like, he's ju- he's jumping ship. He's jumping the sinking ship. I'm sure the, the game is still going to be great. He was a really popular personality. People, I'm still going to play it to see how it's like. But it's a very disappointing thing where it came from where to another place. Look at look at Hearthstone's really big personality back in the day. Like a developer, the lead designer of Hearthstone was mm-hmm. a person called Ben Brode. And he is, he's really known for being like, a, he has really great laughter and really good style of talking and whatnot. He left the game, the team. And that's around the time where I stopped playing because I was like, oh, he left. <laughs> that's one of the main reasons. That's one of the main reasons. But after he left, there was a lot of allegations again, right, for Blizzard. That's the Ooh. time where it started coming out. And oh, Blizzard, right, right. I heard it was Blizzard, Activision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then also in the Overwatch team, Jeff Kaplan was the main guy, and he also left. And there was, again, there was allegations during this time too. So it, you can st- when people start leaving companies, you can kind of see that it's not, a good, it's not a good sign for the way the game is progressing, probably, you know, at least in the mm-hmm. short term. The Microsoft bottom for like sixty-eight billion dollars. So, about what? Activision Blizzard. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Hopefully, they make it better. So I guess it didn't matter in the end. No, no, no. I'm sure. I, I saw. I saw a thing recently where they're like, mm-hmm. Acti- Activision uh, checked and they they didn't commit anything bad. It's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Activision's internal investigation concluded that they they did nothing wrong. Everything is fine. The thing about going back to like the gotcha game things is like you'd be surprised how there's like a gotcha game for everything. Cause I, yeah. I spoke to you about this just offhandedly just because it came up. Uh, I recently got into Mahjong. Cause I got the I got a board game set of Mahjong, at like a garage sale, and I enjoyed it. But no one else in my family enjoys it, so I have no one to play with. And so I looked online to find like a mobile version of it, or I could, I could play on my phone. And all of them would be like actually gambling. Yeah. Because Mahjong is actually like a gambling game. But then I found like, oh, here's here's one that has like a good UI, looks intuitive, like I can use it, looks clean, well designed. I download it. It's like an anime gacha game for Mahjong. Is this a is this is this a gacha game for everything? Is this like I just wanted a mahjong game, and I came across like an anime girl mah like gacha thing. <laughs> I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. Yeah, so I, I guess in a weird sense, I actually am gambling now. I guess it's like how long can I fight the urge to to just spend money and just get stuff? But in this game, at least this is one of those cases where spending money gets you nothing actually useful, as far as I'm aware. Because it's not like you know it's mahjong. Right? It's not like oh 
pay five bucks and get a title that you need. You know, it's not gonna destroy the game like that. It's just it's just characters. You just unlock characters and skins for the characters and that's it. And the characters like only show up in like small portraits and emotes while you're playing. Dude, I got I got destroyed one time by a gotcha game back when I was a little kid. It was, oh really? Oh, this is a good story. Here we go. Yeah, it was see I was a naive kid, right? And and I like playing like video games in general. I like playing mobile games. And this game I just randomly saw. You know, these days I don't really look for games, but that game I just randomly saw. Now I know, like being being an older kid, is that this game was just like a reskin <laughs> of any other. Like this mechanic of the game was like every game had that, like uh, that type of mechanic. Like, it, dude, imagine making a game, right? Like League of Legends, for example. Then the next day you release the same game, but you just change some of the characters' skins or whatnot, and some of their abilities. Okay. Like it's mm-hmm. the same. Everything's the same, but you just you, you just try and milk a little bit more money. I have no doubt in my mind that the game that I played. The person that made the game made like a bajillion of these clones, and they just threw them out everywhere, and they got me in one of them. So the game that I was playing, you you do a bunch of what do they call like these little um uh, like your characters are little, like moving down like you have a team of characters and they're moving down the path right, and you can do that a few times a day. Okay. And later on, you unlock a lot more stuff, and you can you have these tickets or whatever that can skip the fights. Okay. I was like, I was like, oh, okay, well, skipping the fights because it's also an auto battle kind of. Thing. So skipping the fights, that's, that sounds good to me. I mean, I still get the reward, right? I'm skipping the fights, and my tickets ran out, obviously, right? And I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. my tickets ran out. That's when they hit you. They're like, hey, yo, if you buy tickets right now, if in the next three, two, two, three days, we will give you these tickets, plus we'll give you like two bucks or something. I don't know, whatever. You know, they give you some nonsense. <laughs> we'll give you two bucks. <laughs> okay, it's not two bucks, right? But I was like, uh, the whole time I was thinking like, mm, is it worth it? Is it worth it? Should I spend? I think it was five bucks at that time. I was like, should I spend the five bucks? Should I spend the five bucks? I was I was waiting for like so long. I was like, uh, uh, uh. I ended up doing it. So I spent the five bucks. And it was a big mistake because I was like, "What the fuck? Why did I spend the five bucks?" And then I realized after that, I realized, "Am I stupid? Like, I'm spending, I'm playing the, I'm playing the games. Why would I use the tickets? The tickets skip the battles. That's the part that you're actually playing." That's how I was doing. I was like, "I was like, are you paying to play less of the game?" That's what I realized. And I was like, "What the heck am I doing?" I thought it really funny the idea that you're in your room just by yourself and you just look at your hands like, "Am I stupid?" No, seriously, I felt like I felt so stupid. And then I, I deleted the game. And I swore I'll never play another auto battler again. <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. But I, I didn't swear that. But I, that's, it's, it's, it's actually sorry true. Yeah, I feel like Ubisoft has that problem a lot. Where a lot of their games, like they'll have a section in the shop that's just like time saves. It's just, this is what they call it. They aren't even like trying to be subtle about it. Like time saves. We, we put a bunch of BS in the game that waste your time. Here's, mo- give us money. You can save your time. Give us your money. I hate that. Dude. And it's like, it's like, so you made a game that's designed. You made more of the game than you meant to, so that we could, so people could pay to play less of the game, so it becomes an actual enjoyable experience of the appropriate amount of game in the game. Cool. Yeah, that's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And lo- this is this is very common, dude. In a lot of games, Clash of Clans has that thing too, where they're like, "Hey, we'll give you this pack or whatever for thirty bucks." Dude, what is this money, dude? Like, I'm just I'm looking like these numbers are so huge. People, people, but people say like, "That's a good deal." What are you talking about? It's a good deal, bro. You're spending thirty bucks on a mobile <laughs> game. Like, what the heck? Yes. The, okay, the battle passes are you or the gold passes or whatever the heck they're called these days. Those are usually really good deals, like really worth it. You spend fifteen bucks, you know, you play the game and you get some goodies in the side. That's you generally I think that's a very good model. Business model. Even better than the skins model. But it's like the model where you're just like, hey, here's you spend some money and you do Wizard Wanna have that too, where they're like, Hey, you have one you have one crafting slot. You craft some items, right? You have one crafting slot. As you get stronger and stronger, you get two crafting slots or whatever. But then you, it takes. There's a cooldown period, and it's like I don't, I don't want to wait for the cooldown period, man. Just get, just let me. Why is there, why is there even these things, right? Of course, because they make money. Because yep. if you have a membership, then you have a less cooldown or whatever. Uh, 
That's why I like Fortnite in the sense that they had a good business model. You know, you enjoy the game, you play the game, you have the battle pass if you want to get skins and whatnot. But otherwise, you, sp- you play the game as normal. I learned one thing about Fortnite that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Kind of, I've never played Fortnite, but I learned that apparently, when you play, if you don't, if you don't own any skins, your character is randomly ch- like designed every time you play the game. No, you just given a just given a skin, right? No. What do you mean that design? Then they're randomly designing your character. What the heck? What does that even mean? Like the character model itself changes. So like in one game, yeah, you yeah, could be that's, like, no, that's how the skins, that's how that's how the skins are in that game. They just different. They're just different models. Okay, so my understanding was that if you don't own any skins, it will just randomly select one of the base models. No, I, it I don't think so. It's not random. You can choose. You can it's choose. Not random. No, it's not. Okay, no. Uh, then, then it's fine. Because so, I, I heard that like, apparently maybe this is like one of the things where, like early on this is what they did, but not anymore. But even if it is, who cares? No, that was the wrong way. Why? Something about the idea that you don't even get to decide your character model every time you play. It just feels like it's pushing you like, hey, just buy just buy one skin. Just buy one skin. And you can be like the character you want to be. Or you can be consistent at least. Something about that like, feels so psychologically manipulative. Having the character nah, change nah, nah. You're looking every time. You're looking too deep. No, no, no. No, no, no. You have to play the game to understand. And also, this is, I think you're looking way too deep into that. Because it made no difference at all. Like you, you're, it, it, No one cares. It's a first-person shooter. I mean, it's not like it's a third-person shooter. It's a third-person shooter. So it's not. It's not that. It's not that relevant. So you're okay. looking at your character the entire time too. Yes, but who cares? Like, it's not. I mean, no one cares about your character really. You're playing for. To, also, okay, here's another thing. Okay, here's another thing. That might rub you the right way because. Oh God, that's <laughs> awful. Don't say like that. Never say that. Never say that again. So, in Fortnite, I don't know if it's not if it's the case anymore. I have no idea. I haven't played in a long time. But when you bought the battle pass, if you finish the battle pass, the next battle pass would be free. Well, say that again. Like, what? What are the steps here? So you buy the first battle pass. Okay, you buy one, yeah. And in that battle pass, you get enough V bucks or you know whatever they're called, that you the next battle pass you can buy for free. You can buy for free. For free. As in, like using in-game resources, it is free, or is it you just get it? In-game resources that you got from the first battle pass, you can mm. use that to buy the second one without spending any extra money. Okay. That's a pretty great deal. But you have to collect in-game resources, which means you have to play the game enough. Well, you if you're buying the battle pass, it's assuming you're going to play the you game. You should be, yeah. Because that's how you level the battle pass. How, but how easy... It, that sounds great until you realize how ridiculously difficult it might be to get the amount of resources, even if you play the game a lot. Yeah, I don't I don't really know how hard it was. I'm sure the game is meant to be addicting and stuff, to get people to keep playing. And so maybe that's why the battle pass takes a, long, takes a very long... I know Valorant's really sucked, because it took a very long time. So, probably, yeah. But Fortnite also did it so that... You you would get all the quests like you know you you get you you upgrade your battle pass by getting a bunch of quests and doing the quests right. So Fortnite does this so that you get all the quests even if you miss one day or something. But other games like Valorant or I don't know anymore. But the other games they'd be like, oh you missed that day, you missed that quest. So now you're not going, to, you're never going to be able to finish it, or you're gonna finish it, but it oh, might take whoa. you a lot longer. The Legends battle pass was here's all the quests that you you can take, but in addition to that, you have to play a certain amount of games. You have to because otherwise you'll never you'll never reach the end. Mm. And that certain amount of games could range from playing like two to three hours a day, like someone calculated or whatever it was. Like every day for the season. Every day for the season. Some some of that. Oh, wow. And you can calculate every every single every single like whatever day you're on. You can just stop, look at an online calculator, and be like, how many games do I need to play if I want to finish the battle pass, or I want to you know get whatever. And then you can they'll tell you you need to play at least two thousand games a day. It's like oh that's not gonna happen. So. Okay, so I saw I saw I saw another weird metric. I barely researched this at all. And I, it's, but it's so unbelievable that you might just not believe me, and I. That's fine. You should, you should, you shouldn't believe me when I say this. I can't wait till it's a stat I already know. Okay, fine. Apparently, humans are the only animals with chins. What? 
You're surprised, what? right? Apparently, humans are the only animals with chins. Okay, some people technically say that elephants or manatees might have chins too, but but whatever. Humans are the only animals with chins. Like I mean, anatomically chins. Like like there's a protrusion in your chin area, in, in, yeah, in, in your bone structure. Like chimpanzees don't have it. I know everyone's gonna say gorillas or apes. None of them have that. If you look at their skeleton, don't. I'm trying to think like yeah, like, it just it just goes like face to neck, and or just or just flat. It's not a protrusion like a chin is. Yeah, yeah. It's just like yeah, it goes like. His face immediately connects to neck, like it's just one smooth motion. I don't see again. I don't know. If to, I didn't really research that much into it, but I'm just saying that's a, that's a crazy that's a crazy thing, dude. I mean, yeah. I, I, I was thinking like a lot of animals have lower jaws, obviously, but the lower jaw, yes, yeah, it just it just connects to the neck immediately. Connects to the neck. Because I was thinking like my dog has a chin. Like no, it doesn't. It has a lower jaw that opens and closes, but then that immediately goes to the neck. This is one of those things that's gonna like forever. Like I'm gonna every time I look at an animal, especially a new animal, I'm gonna look at it and be like, "There's no chin there." This is like with the I, I think I've talked to you about this. I think I talked about it on the podcast before, like the backwards knees of birds. Yeah, yeah. Like every time I see a bird now, I'm just like, "Backward knee, interesting." And that's like, "Great, backward knee, no chin." Every time do, I see all birds don't have that, do they? I'm pretty sure all birds like have penguins backward knees. or something. We must not have that. They do. It's just it's just a uh, they're not usable. Usable, I guess you could say. Well, first of all, I guess technically I should clarify. They aren't backwards knees. They're more like ankles, really. They're just really high ankles. And the knee is actually inside their body, I believe, is how it works out. Like the If you were like, to stretch a human body in a way to make it like a bird, you'd basically put the knee inside the body and then move the ankle up to where the knee is. That's, what, that's what's happening. But I think penguins have, like you know, the, the age-old question, do penguins have knees? The answer is yes. So I assume they also have the reverse ankle. Or the ankle, which looks like a reverse knee. But yeah, okay, I, I'm gonna Google. I'm gonna, I'm gonna Google. Yeah, it's it's such an unbelievable statistic. I totally get it. Although there was a lot so, of people. Also, because like you you put on the topic sheet, by the, on the topic sheet, all it says is chi, uh, chinny chin chin, <laughs> right? Which, once again, it our, our topic sheets often look like something written by a person going through like a mental episode. <laughs> but, but like Accurate. you clearly are referencing like the three little pigs there, right? Oh yeah, yeah. And the pigs are like, not nah, by the hair on my chin, chin, chin. Pigs don't have chins, I guess. They don't have chins. Yeah, that, that's that's where I got that from. Cause uh, I saw this on a Reddit post, and people were like, people were talking really much about evolution and stuff. They're like, well, okay, evolutionary it makes sense. Or people were like, well, you know what? It doesn't make sense because no, there's no way. No one knows, bro. These people got chins, man. <laughs> just, yeah, just it's is like, what it is. That must be like the last thing on the evolutionary tree <laughs> was the chin. If only humans have it. Oh yeah. Do, ne- did, do Neanderthals have it, or Neanderthals, or whatever they're called? I don't think so. I think it was only uh, Homo sapiens. Yeah, something like that. D- uh, us. Yes, I think so. Ah, uh, oh, it's even more crazy than that. We see even cl- da- further down the evolutionary tree. But again, I, I haven't done enough research on that, so that you can check. Maybe next time we'll come back with that. It's all totally wrong. We got like fourteen animals with chins right here. I'm looking at like a like a cross section of like a human and like another of of other animals, and yeah, like. The human's jawline, it just sticks out for no reason. Yeah, no reason. Every other animal, it just smoothly goes from teeth back to the neck or to the snout or whatever it is. But no, humans are like, no, first flat cliff, then go back. Very, very weird. I guess this also raises the question of what exactly is a chin. Like, where do you draw the line? How big does the chin have to be to be a chin? Like, I, like, I have a pretty small chin, I feel like. It's a bone structure thing, dude. It is a bone structure You gotta thing. see your it's bones. Just, I can feel my bone through my muscle and skin. There is a chin there. Okay, well, that's a, that's a nice privilege you have, Emily. 
yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I could be like, okay, there is a bone there, and it is a chin because it goes like teeth, flat cliff, and then it goes back. What use could a chin possibly have? Oh, there's a lot. Have you watched? Have you uh, have you seen the Crimson Chin? I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. It's a for good a second question. there, for a second there, I thought you had like a like you were so quick. Like, oh no, obviously a lot. Here's a bunch. <laughs> no, like, there's literally there's, there's a bunch of theories, but like none of them are like nah. None of them like seem to stick. Like oh, maybe it helps us speak easier. You know, humans, we got language. That's a very good one. Yeah, there's so many theories out there. No one really knows for sure. Chew food to relieve the pressure on the jaw. Uh, <laughs> all right, bro. Sure, that's what the chin does. Oh, this one makes no sense. This one I don't even believe. Chins are there to help humans deflect punches to the face. <laughs> Isn't getting punched in the jaw like the worst thing? Isn't that the Bro, what you want to avoid? Yeah, what the heck? It, Literally, step one, tuck in your chin. That's what you do in the fight. Also, then why wouldn't we have like bones and like chins in our cheeks? You know, that doesn't, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, you'd have like stronger cheekbones, right? Honestly, why is our nose so weak? You ever like hit your nose against something and your eyes like immediately begin to water? Yeah, sure. It's like, what, what about the nose is like so sensitive? Like, and also like it's not even bone, it's cartilage, which is why like skulls don't have noses. It's like, why? Why did you make the nose so squishy? I, ge- I guess it's better than breaking a bone because breaking a bone like, could mess you up for like a much longer time in the wild. You just got to do it, dude. That's just, you know, I, who am I to question these things, right? But if you're looking at evolutionary, like, evolutionary, like why, why is that more beneficial, right? I don't know. It is weird to think about like, like re- evolutionarily. You only are meant to last like 30, 40 years. Everything after that says borrowed time, essentially. Whoa, 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 dude, I'm built different, man. <laughs> I'm built different. I'm meant to last only 25. What do you mean 30, 40 years? How is that a thing? I didn't know that was a thing. Well, it's like the, the, uh, the theory is that like once you're able to produce offspring and raise the offspring long enough for them to be able to then pass on their genes, you've, you've filled your role evolutionarily. But you have, to, you have to raise your offspring too. Like The way, the way thing about human offspring is they're, they're completely and utterly useless. Like I mean, they can't, they can't do anything by themselves. That's why I said 30, because think about it, in the wild, you're probably having kids at like 14, 15. Like once you're able to have kids in the wild, you're probably having kids. In the wild, in the wild, is the, in the wild just like a cash-all phrase? Like what the heck? Like if you're just living in the wild, you just have kids that young? Well, yeah, I, I mean like, you know, if you're like before human society, basically, this is, this, in my head there's a line, there's like this wild, like pure animal savagery, and then human society, civilized human savagery, you know? There's a difference. It's a different kind of type of savagery. Yeah, like, I feel like in the wild, like, once you're able to pass on your genes and then raise your offspring to be able to pass on their genes and continue the evolutionary chain, that's all you really need to do. That's all you like your uses in evolution. And that's it. That's why like, I feel like, why is it that the human prime in terms of health is like so early in life? It's like in the late, tw- like late 20s, early 30s, like, or even like mid 20s. It's considered like when you're the most physically fit. And that's like realistically when evolutionarily you would probably be raising your offsprings. So that's when you need to be the most fit as possible. To be able to guarantee the survival of your children. Then why would you have kids? Then why would you have kids when you're 14? Then, as 14 is a bit young. You would have then if you that's the case. Then you have to have kids when you're fit, maybe 18 or or, or no, because you're saying 29 or 30 is when you're fit, right? So you'd have to be like 20 something, 20, 23, 24. Then you have kids. Then you're fit, so you're like you're really strong enough to have the kids raise up. Then you offer yourself around 35, 40. But that, <laughs> that's, that's yeah. I guess 35, 40 is a better estimate. It's one of those things where, like, I think about, like, why is it that the human body is just, is so awful at, like, higher ages? And, like, I guess there was never an evolutionary need to fix old age issues. Like, why is it that humans only live to, like, 100 or, like, 80 compared to, like, blue whales that live for, like, hundred like, who knows how many years? I don't know how long blue whales live. Live a very long time. Like, you know, the animals that live for hundreds. Turtles live for hundreds of years. 
And I was like, I, I'm willing to. Actually, I should just double check. I assume those creatures don't reach reach maturity till much, much later, too. Dude, it's because we use a lot of our brain. And if you use a lot of your brain, you just got to die faster. That's how that's how that works. Yeah, 175 was the longest living Galapagos turtle. I can't find anything. Damn. I was trying to, I was trying to find when, like, when can Galapagos turtles start mating? Like, what, what is the age of that? That's not really a good metric, though, is it? Well, I was thinking, like... Because humans can do it, like, what, the youngest kid was, like, five like five years old and they were pregnant or something? Like, a four-year-old or something? Oh, were That's... they? Uh, I don't think it was that low. I don't think it was that. I think it was nine, but... No. No. What are you talking about? The youngest no. mother? Uh, I, I, I don't, I don't want to know this, Hamza. Please don't. I have said, I have too much curse knowledge in my brain. I don't need, I don't need more of this. Five years old, dude. That was the youngest mother. That we know in recorded history, dude. That's only that's only recorded history. That was nineteen thirty three. That's so recent. That she's pretty recent. Nineteen thirty three. Wait, she's she's still alive. She's still alive. Nineteen thirty three. I guess ninety like something. Wow. Eighty eight. Or I don't know if she's still alive. I guess. Well, but... when was that written? When was that? Where would be a reading written? Oh, this is on Wikipedia. Oh, then I assume if it says it is instead of was, then she's alive. He was raised believing to be uh the brother of her. The father was never revealed. Hope he's dead. Hope he's rotted. She married and had a second son. Well, there you go, dude. Five years. So you can't really, I can't use that metric to, to to decide. I guess you're right. I really wish you didn't know that. Yeah, humans are crazy, dude. And it's so difficult to even figure out how. Like people, people, people have so many theories of why. Is there ever a point where we'll know for sure that this is the reason why? I but I don't, I don't think so because I think my biology teacher once said like, I'm going to just teach you a bunch of stuff. I want to tell you how it works. What happens? Don't bother asking why. <laughs> like, I won't have an answer. It's like, okay, so here's how the Krebs cycle works. Uh, the carbon goes in here and does this. It's like, why? It, it just does. It's just what it does. So why are magnets a thing? That's just how the, that's how the world... Dude, imagine magnets, if magnets weren't a thing. Or there was something else. <laughs> what does that mean? If it, it, imagine magnets weren't a like, thing. Like there's, like there's a magnetic... And it was something else? Well, no, like, 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 look, imagine like in a world where there's... Like, you know there's a magnetic field. But it's like, why? We just accept it. It's like, yeah, we just accept these things. It's just, just things that they just, they just are. That's just how it is. Yeah, th- things fall to the earth. Why? Because we, su- we, we expect them to. Like, you never question things falling, right? No, but it's very strange. Whatever age where you're like, why does it fall? Yeah, when an apple hit me in the head. No, it's very strange, right? But it's like, when I was, okay, there's a time in my life where I was just looking at a bunch of diseases. Just like, just like any random disease I pick and I just look. As one does, yes, yes. And every single time there'd be like, uh, causes, no idea. Causes, no, no one knows. Causes, no one knows. No one knows how this happens. No one knows. Wait, what? Oh, you mean like, oh, so you weren't looking like at like bacteria or viruses. You're looking at just like afflictions on humans. Yeah, like, you know, some certain maladies or whatever. Like, I'd just be like, okay, well, so someone has, someone got this one disease. Like, I, like, I heard of a disease name. I can't remember, like, IBS or something, right? You just hear something. You search it up oh, and yeah, you find yeah. out, oh, here are the symptoms, yada, 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 causes, no one knows. Like, it's always, yeah. it's always like that. It's, it's, it's okay, so many okay. diseases. No one knows. Yeah, I actually is kind of one of those weird things where, like, You'd be surprised how much we don't know. Like, the things that cause people, like, grief. And we just don't know. Like, even something super basic, like eczema. Like, you get dry skin more than other people. Why? Oh, we don't know. Like, we think we, we believe it's genetic. It's yeah, hereditary. That's another thing. A lot of people, a lot of them uh, say genetic. But sure, but when the first time it happened, how did that happen, you know? Why did that happen? There must have been a first one, right? It's like, oh, genetic mutation. That's it. Genetic mutation that wasn't bad enough to stop you from having offspring. That's it. Yeah. That was... There, yeah. Are you... Are you as paranoid as I am sometimes when you hear about statistics that are like, oh, it turns out uh, uh, humans live shorter now because of pollution? 
Like the A U B this makes you worse. No, I don't care about that part. Really? No, I never I don't I don't even think about that. I don't think about pollution at all. Maybe I should be, but no, it's whatever. I I think I think more of like dude, people get random disease and illnesses for like nothing. Like they're fit, well people, they eat good, they eat healthy, they do everything properly, then they get some crazy illness. That's like that's a, that's more scary to me. You know, because I'm, I'm not even close to being healthy. But the people that are super <laughs> healthy, they're getting crazy diseases. Like, what the heck? It's scary to think about. Like, how are you going to protect yourself, really? Uh, What's the name of the... I forget the person's name now. The one who hosts Vsauce 3. Like, Jake or something? I think it's Jake, but I don't want to, like, just throw a random generic name out there. Like, Jake. It's Jake or Justin. It's one of those. I, I don't think it's Justin. Justin doesn't ring a bell. But I remember him talking about how he got lung cancer. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah, he got lung cancer. Obviously, survived, right? But he was so upset by the fact that he was like a healthy person, got lung cancer, he started smoking. What the heck? Really? Yeah. He, and then it, apparently like he had like a moment where he was just like, this is stupid. But like, I guess he just got used to smoking. So now he vapes oh, as like a coping for the smoking. And it's like, this is crazy. It's like this guy was like, he was so upset by the fact that he got lung cancer as a non-smoker. He became a smoker after striving lung cancer. Honestly, it's crazy. Dude, there's people that smoke and they live like 80, 90 years. Yeah. Like, they don't get lung cancer. It's 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 all just a lottery. Everything in life is just a lottery. Yeah, just, it's just luck. Luck of the draw. Man, that's scary, though. It's scary because what can you do to prevent it, right? Pray to your God. That's all you got to do. Yeah, sometimes I, th- I think about that episode of Black Mirror, about the, the soldier who fights the monsters. Do you remember that one? The one where he can't really see the real faces? Yeah, he can't really yeah. see. And then he, he, for a moment, he gets to see them as actual, what they actually are, which is humans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like when you find out like why are we hunting these humans? Like oh they just got bad genes, like that was it. Oh that was the reason. Yeah, yeah that was the reason. They, they have bad genes. We just want to get rid of them from the gene pool, so like, humans as a whole can survive better. Wait a minute, that was inside. That's same. Okay, that's a very common idea though. Yeah, yeah the the idea of like epigenetics. Yeah, very common unfortunately. That's in Mashley. You know, muscles and brawn or something. Yeah, the the manga. Yeah, yeah. Marshall. Yeah, ma- is it Mashley okay, or Marshall? Right? I have no idea really. But yeah, Marshall. Marshall, Mashley, Mash, he's a mushroom kid, I guess. Dude, in that world, if you're not born with magic, they kill you or something, right? So yeah. it's like, it's like similar. So, cause they're like, we don't want to dilute the pool kind of deal. Even though he doesn't have magic and he's OP. Well, that kind of, you know, <laughs> Mash, okay, spoilers, spoilers for Mash, spoilers for Mash. All I have to say is, you know, it's all standard shonen. Random kid doesn't have the powers that everyone has. He becomes the Hokage, or he tries to be. He wants to become the Hokage, but you know, it's not, he's not the Hokage, right? But he wants to become like the big baddie, and he doesn't have. He's he's missing like the powers. That's what makes the story interesting. But then, later on, they reveal, hey, actually, uh, he's he's not a real human or something. He was created by one by his dad or something, and he's actually really special. Blah blah blah. It's like yeah, yeah. Why you? I always hate that? the okay, now you're special kind of thing. Why do you have to ruin it like that? Like seriously, why you gotta have to? It it really annoyed it really annoyed me, especially especially because I never believed that he didn't have magic, because literally in the one in one one of the beginning scenes, he's taking a test. Okay, the words are dancing around the paper, and what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to, you're supposed to tell the words like you know use the magic make the words stop into into the actual test, and then you take the test and then that, you turn that in, and he just talks to them. He's like stop moving, and they stop moving. It's like out of out of fear because of his physical strength. That's magic. His imposing dude. nature. That's magic. Okay. I don't know. It really disappoints me. I mean, to be me. fair, Marshall's more like just a comedy kind of thing. So it just does whatever it wants, whenever it wants. It doesn't try to be serious or try to be consistent at all. That is one of those tropes I hate in anime, though, or manga, where it's like, main character is supposed to be normal. And of course, like, they're never like truly normal, right? Because otherwise, they wouldn't be the main character. Yeah. But then it turns out, oh no, it's like a prophecy. You know, you were the chosen one. It was always destined to be. It's like, I hate that. I hate that. And I hate whenever they bring up bloodlines. Stop bringing oh, up bloodlines. Oh, please, stop <laughs> with the bloodlines. Please. 
I don't need your father's grandpa and your sister's brother. They don't need to be OP, please. You know, I, Hunter Hunter does it pretty well, though. Because in Hunter Hunter, there's, like, the main character is trying to find his dad. His dad's supposed to be, like, one of the most OP hunters in the world or whatever. But it's good because Gon, he's the main character, right? He's not really the main character. Like, not really. He is in the beginning, but then later on, they, they pivot to another person. He Then that person's the main character. Right now in the manga, he's not even in the manga. So it's like... It's, <laughs> what do you mean he's not in the manga? Like, he's just out of the story? Yeah, yeah. in the current arc, he's not even in the story. It's following a totally different cast, or like, not totally different cast, still the main cast, but it's a different main character now. Like Kurapika, for example, one of the main one of the main characters from the beginning, and he's not even there. It's like it's like watching Naruto, but in the end, of Naruto Naruto's not even there. He's not fighting pain. He's not fighting like it's like he's just gone. His storyline is done. Oh, weird. I know there is things that, like the main character will just, just disappear for a while because they're following a side character for a while. Like in Jujutsu Kaisen, it's been like months since the main character showed up. It's just because they're following somebody else at the moment. That's it. But I was under the impression that like this guy is now the new main character. It's like oh, this is like a side story. Because the main characters have split off in different directions. I mean, to follow this guy's story so we can jump back to the main character's story and continue where it was. I think it's also because Hunter x Hunter is very slow, right? So it's like, it just feels like... It's that very you've been... slow, Hunter. It's very, very slow. Yeah, it feels like you've been at this one character who's like a main character, but he's not the main, main character, right? Yeah, some might say for years. You might have been reading for years. Hey, four more chapters coming out. Yeah, four more chapters coming out soon. We got them. We got them. It's really interesting, though. Like, it's very interesting ideas. I don't understand how he can get away with that. How, how does he get away with that? With like not releasing a chapter for years. Meanwhile, other things that are releasing weekly just get dropped. Because, dude, he is Togashi, bro. He's the legend. That's all you need to know. He married Sailor Moon's like creator. So that's all. That's, it doesn't matter. He's, he has, I'm he has, also like, super shocked to learn that he made a... He, he's the guy behind Yu Yu Hakusho, right? That's yeah, also yeah, him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's also I him. had no idea. That blew my mind when I learned that. The guy who makes Hunter, uh, Hunter is also the Yu Yu Hakusho person. Yeah, people love him. Dude, there's like a cult following around him. So it's like, I guess it makes sense. Dude, he made a Twitter account? And I'm pretty sure it was like the most liked or most followed Twitter account within like I don't even know. There's some kind of weird metric that I read. Like he had the most. Yeah, I think he was he was the most followed manga account, which is like the manga creator. Yeah, that's crazy, dude. Ever and it, it beat the creator of My Hero Academia, who has been the, like the highest for a while now. That's insane. In like three days, like three days or something like that, after that's, he made it. That's insane, dude. Insane. But dude, it's like he did he did that one thing where which Attack on Titan kind of did, where they're like, yo, here's the world. You live in this world. Psych, actually, this part of the world was just this tiny island or whatever the heck. All around that is this special new area that you never, you never even heard about. Huh? Got him. Like a town of time, they're like living on paradise. This is the only place humans are alive. We're living in this tiny wall, in this tiny wall because of the Titans. Psych, that's only on this one tiny Madagascar-shaped island. Everyone else is chilling in the entire world. Yeah, I always, uh, I, I, that's why I, I fell off Attack of on Titan, honestly. Yeah, that was a little weird, but that's when the story got thematically interesting. But I just stopped caring about the actual story. Yeah. So, dude, Attack of Titan is one of those uh, series where it's like, I hate thinking about it because when I think about it, I think about its themes and its themes make me sad. I think that means uh, they won because that's, that's what they want. Yeah, that's, that's clearly the intention. Like that, That's what makes a good piece of art, right? Makes you feel. Yeah, debatable. Debatable. And that's, that's it, right? We, we, we started talking about chains and somehow we got to like, the thematic mean of works, so you know who knows. <laughs> That's how it works. All right, uh, let's catch y'all in the next. In the next, wait, what, wait, what, what is what our catchphrase? What are you phrase? doing, dude? What you? What, what? catchphrase? We've never had a catchphrase. <laughs> oh, uh, catch us in the next time sync, right? Some of that. No, never. We never had anything like that. Uh... Oh no! Does, doesn't our uh, podcast description say like 
uh, see you every Friday at the time sink. Like time sink is supposed to be like a physical location. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Catch y'all in the next time sink. That was awful. That was my ending, bro. Go. All right, here's mine. Bye. That's it.